Happy Super Bowl Sunday, everyone. This is Jason Jones with a little later edition of Post 82 from Saturday Nights. 129-113 loss to the Los Angeles Lakers at Golden 1 Center. This is Jason Jones, your co-host of Throne Room Breakdown with Kenny Carraway. And uh, like I said, a new edition of Post 82 to kind of recap what's been a very emotional week for the Kings and the NBA family as a whole. You know, culminating with the uh, game Saturday night. Uh, well, a wonderful tribute from the Kings to Kobe Bryant, both outside the arena and during the game. Uh, like, I said, like I said, it's been an emotional time for everyone involved, but got back to basketball a little, you know, a little bit with the Lakers in town. And the Lakers, that's all right. They just blitzed the Kings from the jump. Just boom, you know, jumped up. You know, 44-22 after the first quarter. Just the Kings were never really in the game. They made runs to get themselves kind of within, you know, within 12. The closest they got was 12. But, yeah, that was just a, you know, a thorough, you know, a thorough beat down. You know, took the Kings to the learning tree. You know, I had forgotten the Lakers had lost two in a row. They just hadn't, they hadn't played in a week. So, they had lost their last game in Philadelphia last Saturday and then, Hadn't played. They came back and played Friday and lost to Portland against, you know, Damian Lillard, who right now was the hottest and the best player in the game right now. What he's doing is ridiculous, but I digress. But yeah, so that that the Lakers came out intent on not losing three in a row and the Kings happened to be on the wrong end of it. So a few things I want to kind of touch on about that game, what happened and you know, what you th- get your thoughts on some things. One has nothing to do with the game. Um, people were hitting me up, you know, or just like, you know, hey, you know, Marvin Bagley the third, you know, deleted his Instagram and his Twitter. And I'm pretty sure social media isn't a kind space for Marvin right now. Just given the news that came out on th- this past Thursday that. He would be out at least another three weeks, basically meaning you're probably not going to see any Marvin Bagley to March. You know, he'll be reevaluated in three weeks, a little, a little less than three weeks. So reevaluated, as we know, does not mean ready to play. So even if you, know, you just kind of say hypothetically three weeks from this past Thursday, he's ready to, you know, he's cleared for contact or, you know, he can start upping his uh, rehab. You're still probably looking at him playing sometime in March and the fans have not been kind to Marvin during this, this space. I mean, he's played 13 games this season. I uh, broke his thumb the first game of the year. Complete freak accident. You know, I don't know how you hold that against him. And then, you know, he sprains his foot, comes back, actually plays a good game in Miami. And then, you know, it's listed out with foot soreness. And what makes that tough is that, which is called foot soreness. So everyone's wondering what exactly is wrong with Marvin and why isn't he playing? And then y'all start sending me your little gifts and your jokes, you know, call him a man, Charmin Bagley, Marvin Glass, just, you know, just getting real outright out there, you know, with the disrespect of the young man and just questioning his heart, questioning his desire to play. And as we've documented several times before, it does not help Marvin that, you got Luka Doncic down in Dallas getting triple doubles, leading the team. You know, you know, team that could be a t- possible top four, top five, you no know, team in the West. You got Trey Young 
his team isn't winning, but Trey is putting up ridiculous numbers. So what that does for Trey is that if the team isn't winning, people aren't going to blame Trey Young for them not winning. So you've got that going on. You got Jaron Jackson and Memphis literally in the, you know in the eighth spot right now, playing they're playing a five hundred ball right now. You know, something that I don't think any of us expected from that team. You know, so you've got Jaron Jackson a part of that with John Morant, and what do you have with the Kings? You have eighteen and thirty one. <laughs> so <laughs> I understand, you know, and like I said, you know keyboard gangsters you know twitter fingers and all that people are real tough over the social media they go in at these guys you know you talk about them you call them out their name you say stuff to them via social media you would never say to their face and i i imagine it's tiresome you know i know people have gotten at me via the social media thing trying to you know say things and generally i ignore it because for the most part it doesn't really bother me I laugh at it because a lot of these people who I've I've experienced personally, the same people who want to kind of talk bad about you over the keyboard are the same people who want to take a picture with you or shake your hand and ask questions in person. So, but I'm going to take this take on it. Maybe it's a good thing that Mark, you know, I don't know why Marvin did it. I didn't talk to Marvin. This is all speculation. You know, I don't want to say he's been cyber bullied or anything like that. I don't know why Marvin did it, but I'll, I'll take this spin on it. If Marvin Bagley is mad, that's not bad. I think I think one of the things that people have quite wondered about, you know, is just I mean, I, I I take this back to December in Dallas when Marvin had been cleared for contact and he said he didn't want to play until his hand felt completely right. And people took that a certain way because it was Marvin's offhand with where the broken thumb was. And they were like, Okay, you in Dallas this dude Luca over here killing it right now, getting oh, 30 point triple doubles, doing stuff. They're comparing this dude to LeBron, and you wait until your hand feels 100%. So, people just, you know, that just kind of just fueled this uh, talk about Marvin. So, if Marvin's mad, maybe Marvin will attack his rehab with such a, you know, a furor and anger that when he comes back, he's out to prove a point. And that's not to say that Marvin didn't want to do that before. I'm not saying that, you know, in my conversations with Marvin, I know how much badly Marvin wants to be on the court and show what he can do. But maybe some anger is good because, I mean, one of the things I said about this Kings team is that you don't have enough angry people. I mean, you're 18 and 31. I mean, when I watch him play, I know I know Harry's angry. You know, I, you know, you see it in, you know, with Buddy, you know, but I need to see a more of a collective just like disdain for the way this season is going. And maybe... This situation will be what spurs Marvin. You know, I know people kind of, I know Marvin had made the comment about a couple of weeks ago, I saw in print that he had uh, essentially, I'm paraphrasing here, that everyone who's, uh, who's, who's laughing and talking now, they won't be talking when he's putting up big numbers. So just take that energy, Marvin, and when you get back, put up those big numbers. Because right now, people, you know, you know, what did Jay-Z say? We don't believe you. You need more people. And right now, people are kind of like, hey, we've heard about Marvin Bag. We heard he's good, but we haven't seen it yet. So I'm not calling the man out of his name. I'm not saying the man's anything. I'm not saying the man's soft. I'm not saying any of that. And I'm a believer. If you're going to, if you're going to type it, say it, if you can't say it to the man's face, don't say it. Don't, don't, don't go out there and put it out there. So, I mean, I don't think that I'm not going to call him anything like that. But I am anxious and curious as to how Marvin will respond. You know, I think in some ways the whole I deleted my social media. I don't know. Maybe I'm old now. 
I guess that, 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 that's how people say leave me alone. I don't know, but hey. I, just, I guess it also means that Marvel's not putting out any music because, you know, if you're dropping music, isn't how you how you get it out there via the IG and the Twitter, you know, you get to let people know you got some new music coming. So, but I also think, too, the way people are going in on Marvin, not just, I shouldn't say people, a section of the fan base is going in on Marvin. If he did anything but post, I'm back, people are going to kill him. So, it might be, not be a bad thing for Marvin. I'm pretty sure Marvin probably has a burner account or two or three. You know how these guys are. He's probably still following stuff from his burner account, get, getting that out there. So, well, I haven't even talked about the game at all, but <laughs> there really wasn't much to talk about. But that was the one thing that jumped out. Everyone's all Marvin's deleted his social media. Okay, it is what it is. So, I'll, I'll before I get out of here, give a little more game talk. Uh, Harry Giles, Eric Mika. That's right, Eric Mika, uh, former king, not former king, uh, summer league uh, player Eric Mika. Stockton King Eric Mika signed a 10-day contract Saturday, and because Dwayne Dedman was sick, there's still no Marvin Bagley with the foot injury. Rashawn Holmes is dealing with the shoulder injury. Eric Mika had to make his NBA debut against Anthony Davis and, and, the, and the crew up front. And Eric played 19 minutes, had 6.7 rebounds, 5 fouls. And it was just refreshing to see a new face go out there and just give a lot of effort. I mean... I wasn't expecting much from Eric. I mean, you don't go from the playing defense in the, in the G League to the guarding Anthony Davis and expect, you know, uh, big things. But I thought Eric uh, showed showed well for himself in the game. I don't see how anyone could have any complaints about him. And I thought Harry played well as well. Harry only played 17 minutes, but he was 7-8 from the field, 16 points, 8 rebounds. What Luke Walton said was because the Kings were down so many points, he couldn't play the bigs as much as he wanted. He used lineups where he had Manya Bielitsa at the center, trying to get more offense on the court, get more you know, three-point shooters, trying to get back in the game. But I think if you look at that, you know, for the game between Harry and Mika, you got 22 points and 15 rebounds. I think you'll take that kind of production from the center position, you know, combined. And so I think that's... Uh, that's a, a good thing, and obviously Rashawn will be back at some point, Marlon will be back, but just I think the more you see effort like that from the guys, the better, and to me, those two guys were definitely stood out. You know, I think Buddy Hill continues to play well as a reserve, uh, 22 points, 8 of 16 from the field, took 6 to 13 from 3, so most of his shots are still threes, but hey, you you know, you'll, you'll take 22 points. Uh De'Aaron Fox ended up with 24 points and six, uh, five assists, but he had six turnovers in the first half. Just didn't set that, that didn't set the right tone for the game, and he only had one turnover in the second half. But still, you, you know, it's hard when, as in terms of the injuries, you don't have your bigs. Harrison Barnes is struggling offensively right now. Harrison didn't score until there was about five minutes left in the game. He only had two points in the game, shot no free throws, was one of eight from the field. And they're going to struggle. I mean, you're going to struggle anyway with some of, you know, without Rashawn and Marvin, but you got to get more from Harrison. And I don't know if that's a matter of running more things for him, maybe getting him some post-ups and some different lineups, you know, but it's going to be hard to beat anybody, including Minnesota tomorrow, if Harrison Barnes is going to get two points. So I I don't know. Uh, what everyone's Super Bowl prediction is for today. I'm picking KC. 
And not just because I, I can't stand Niner fans who continue to torment me and remind me that the Raiders are in Vegas and they say bang, bang, Niner, whatever. But I just, in a game like this, I like the idea of a of the uh, vertical passing game, you know, quick strike plays. And I think that Kansas City does that better than anyone. And plus, if I got to pick, I'm going to choose um, Gates Barbecue, Arthur Bryant, Jack Stack. I'm going to choose the good Barbecue City. And so that, I got a couple of friends who were Chiefs fans, and if the Chiefs were to win, it would not be nearly as tormenting to live in Northern California, because I would never, the Chiefs fans I know, I don't even hardly, I I never, I rarely see. If I'm forced to live in Northern California with the Niners winning a Super Bowl, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. That I I thought the living in in the NorCal with the Giants winning a World Series was tough. Oh God! If it was the Niners, I I don't know. I'm gonna have to ask the athletes to send me on more road trips to get me away from the madness. So that's all I got for everyone, though. Hope you guys enjoy Super Bowl Sunday. Be safe out there. Be responsible. You know, you know, you have to do use Uber, Lyft. Don't you know? Don't do anything stupid out there. Y'all be good, and we will check back in with you uh, Monday following the Kings game against Minnesota. Then Tuesday, I'll be back with a. Uh, Myself and uh, Kenny Carraway, who I hope will be disappointed in a in a Chiefs Super Bowl win, so I can gloat a little. So, <laughs> with my prediction, y'all be good out there. Take care, and I am gone. Oh, check me out on Twitter, Mister Underscore Jason Jones. Instagram, Mister Jones LBC. I'll have some words of inspiration, some jokes, all the fun stuff I like to post, and what I'm listening to musically. Uh, one left, yeah. Peep that new Lil Wayne, that that mahogany, that song goes hard. So, I'm out. Take care. I'm gone. <laughs>